It was amazing. I didn't so. know how we got here, but we here. We yes, here. We so here. we are with Shauna. Yes, so tell us about, you know, like today. today. Like, how, how do you feel? Well, I was so looking forward to today, first of all. Like, excited like a child because I don't get to get out that much anymore. I work from home mostly. And then just to be like with folks that I have seen on the screen for so long and mm -hmm. to be in the same room. And also, there's a lot of powerhouses here. Mm -hmm. So I already expected some great things. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You are right. When I tell you, sometimes it's a little intimidating being in CDI because I, I'm not a person that really kind of looks at people's backgrounds until they start talking. I'll be like, I should have really looked up who was coming to this thing. <laughs> because, you know, you don't realize how special this moment is. You know what I mean? I mean, and you know what? That's what Dr. Burroughs told us. Remember when we was in that first class? She was like, you know, um, if you are in this room, you already know that you're supposed to be a part of change. And I'm like, yeah, that's cute and all. And then you realize you graduate with your class. You're like, oh my God. You're like, oh God. Yeah. Yes. I'm, yeah. Like, I'm just a little oh. accountant. I was, I, I was, at the time, I, I was a with them. So, yeah. you know. uh, but, but let me ask you a question. When yes. you heard about the big pivot, right, and you heard about like what the conference is going to be about, what came up for you? Yeah, I guess the biggest thing was my own big pivot. Um, recently, I guess it's been about a year, I started my own business, which I thought was going to be the most scary thing ever. And uh, I mean, it's been pretty amazing, and I've learned a lot about myself. And not only that, but like, so I work in diversity, equity, inclusion. And so thinking about how I'm trying to help other people make a big pivot, right? So what, not only what can I learn from me, but what can I learn to take away to help others? Because um, it's hard work, and it's a lot of work, and it does not end. And so, yeah. And it does kind of just feel like a time of change, yeah. too. Yeah. Absolutely. I was talking to one of my friends. And we recently were talking, and she she just made a big move to New York after having lived in one place for like a long, long time. It's a big move. It was a very big move. And she was just like, "Don't you feel like a thing?" Yes. And I was like, "Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there is a it's, it's something it has that to energy. Build itself. Yes, yes. But there's a thing. Yes. And you know, they talked about that um, today about the energy. It's like something that's really pushing us all towards something, and that we have the power and control over creating that energy. And I think that's a part of this work, right? Yeah. This room is why we feel like this. Because imagine, remember when we weren't in these spaces? Yeah. Remember when the, we were our tribe, right? and we, the yeah. frustration, yeah. the heaviness of it all? Like, it was always like pushing a boulder uphill, or you'd be like, I'm tired of that boat, just throw it over, and I'm just sitting here until somebody comes safe. And I think that's what CDI did, was like open that door to something different, and now, and then you can't unsee that. Yeah, come on. Which is why, like, when you're talking about your big pivot, like, your face just lights yes. up because you're like, you know what? I'm really proud of what I did. Yes. And I have this new door that opened up that I can't unsee. Yeah. So what were the scariest parts? Oh. <laughs> well, it's not over. It's oh. scary. No, I know. It's scary. But you did it. But you, but did, you did it. it. And you survived it. Yes. Or, yeah, I mean, or like Dr. Burroughs like to say, are you going to survive or are you going to thrive? Come on now. We don't all got it. We don't all got it.
us believing that I was good enough to do it. Um, there's so many people out there, right, who you see on stage, on the screen, or giving their TED Talks, or the things that they do, and it's kind of like, well, who am I? But I guess the advice I would give people is to just, number one, try to get out of your head. Because it, it is a thing. I mean, we talk about those disempowering beliefs, and they are there, and those little voices, but you learn how to change that one at a dance. I know, I know. Sorry, yeah, we did. There's some like no. music on so, now. Uh, by the way, listeners, if you all know some music on the we already got here. the spirit on here. Sort of dance. Because, you know, when this all come on, we already dancing anyway, so it just keeps you going. Okay. Yes, yes. 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 No, uh, that's the one thing. Squash the disempowering beliefs. Yes. Surround yourself by other people who do believe in you so that when you forget to believe in yourself, they remind you. Right. And then it just helps with that empowerment. Right. I love that part. Right. The community is so important. The community yes. is so important. As someone who's going to level you up. Correct. Go, look, she... she that sometimes it's not your family or your normal go-to friends. It is somebody, so a new community that you create with this aligned and shared vision. And, you know, as scary as that is for a person like myself to always trust that my, I grew up in D.C. and I, you know, I learned some bad habits. But I will say, what I've learned about building a tribe when you have a shared vision, that trust, that, that quickness to be like, oh, wow, you in it with me. And not only that, you in it with me and now I can ask you some vulnerable things because we are in a space that I don't have to show up any other way but where I am right now. So, so wait, how does y'all tribe work? How do y'all make sure that you can, can you keep that connection or is it work anymore? Oh, it 100% works. We Yes. <laughs> so, I, I think our tribe works in many different ways. I mean, we that's part of our tribe. We made the decision when we started the cohort and as we started um, evolving through the cohort to be closer and to call each other, to meet each other monthly, to text each other, and just to um, identify issues or concerns that we have and then be there for each other and celebrate one and another. Celebrate, and celebrate, celebrate, celebrate people's accomplishments because someone just got their PhD. Okay.
you say that for another episode, but I'm just saying, well, all the above. I want to know. She said business psychology. I'm like, I want to get in them heads in them pockets. What we doing? What we doing? Okay. Shana, just a little brief one. I don't want to ask for too much. There's a very fancy term for it called industrial and organizational psychology. But basically what it is is you go in and you assess the health of businesses. Come on. But I look at the health of businesses in terms of their people. So I can talk bottom line, but the point that I try to make to the people that I work with is that bottom line don't matter if you don't care about your people. Absolutely. How many times do we hear that? Like, what is the return on investment? Um, like, I come in from a, yeah, yeah, like, oh, we don't, we don't need the soft skills. We just need technical skills. Like, work and work, work your people to the bone kind of thing. So, So we not asking Sean no more questions because those are, we asked two out of this list. So let's go back to the list because I know my spirit would have been uneasy. Like these girls are deviated. Okay. So I know, I'm sorry what are you? What are you? What have you gained from today's experience? So much. I don't even. I have to like try to break it all down. What they say? Try to take four notes. I have like a notebook. Oh yes. We, we do too. We want to do. Oh, we can't help it. First of all, the people were amazing. So yes. This, so once again, it's like you know you was a CDI, you was a CDI, but it was almost. Dr. Tawana Burns has a real eye and knack for what's happening right now. Yeah. It's almost like every single thing we talked about, we can just go use tomorrow. <laughs> you know, if it was a Saturday, but you know, I'm a. But we can literally just walk out and start thinking about what we can do from a vision standpoint. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I guess the biggest thing that I took away, I got. I mean. Just the, 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 yeah, I don't know how to frame this without like all the context, but I'm going to say like the yes. Okay, so normally I'm not like a mindfulness person. I don't, I, I get it. I totally am down with it and being present and all of the things. I'm just not good at it. And so I don't usually close my eyes and do the, like the envisioning exercises and stuff. But, uh, that, uh, I don't want to not say his name properly. Our first speaker. exercise where it's like pull down your joy pull down forgiveness pull down you know because it's one of those things when you actually take the time to reflect on yourself and work on yourself that matters before you can go work with other people and for other people and so that was like a really powerful moment for me um yeah so focused on everyone else and all the different hats that we wear if it's if it's mom sister cousin auntie whatever you are daughter you're always wearing all these different hats and so you're always nurturing and focused on so many other folks and oftentimes we forget about who we are Um, oftentimes I sit back and I joke around and say I'm not my kid's mom I'm not my husband's wife but today I am sharing just be who we are and I think that that's what's great about a number of things that we're learning through the coach diversity is that we are looking at who we are 
and so that we can use some of the nuances that we have internally to share with our customers, our clients, to help uplift them to move forward to the future. Oh. So what do you say, like, when a client, right, you tell them, like, you need to focus on yourself and prioritize yourself. What do you say when a client goes, um, I feel selfish or I feel guilty when I prioritize myself? I'm sorry, I threw that in there, but it's because that, that kind of came up for me when you said that. No, I don't think, you know, I think all of us feel that way because we don't want to focus on ourselves. We don't want to look at that mirror and say, okay, here I am, you know, you always want to look at everyone else and to provide criticism or to critique and talk about them, but you don't want to take enough time to internalize That's hard. That's a hard hard work, right? It's hard to self-reflect and see who you are because you're afraid of what the answer's going to be. And so I think that when we're talking to our clients, the best way for us to grow is to first determine who we are internally so that we can see what we need to work on or see if we need to work on anything or what we can use to help other folks in the future and go forward. So if you don't look at yourself in the mirror, then you have to do it. It's true. And she wasn't about to put her mic on. I just y'all. had to put it. I'm glad you I said it because I was about to lean yeah. in on that one. And I just like just just know that listeners, if you hear this, it started out as a three pack. Now we a four pack <laughs> as we wanted to originally be. Now we are together and we got all this information. I want to thank Shauna and Sharon for joining us today. One of the best things that ever happened was I walked in uh, into Shauna and Sharon over there talking and the two of them literally was talking about this is my she said this is my accountability partner and when I think about this work how many times we have told clients don't forget to hit that accountability partner don't do this but when I think back it almost makes me it made me reflect back like having you as an accountability partner having people who really care about what it is that we're doing right now not who you are but what the work you're trying to do she fights me though listen does does she fight you Asian. 
culture, when we talk about race, really want to bring up the conversation about either ethnicity or colorism. And, you know, it's been hard to find people who want to delve into those particular topics. So whenever the opportunity presents itself, we would love to have you on for a, for a formal show. Yes. Because people are really struggling with it. And I think it's coming up more and more as we have these topics that really start pulling us. We're in a divided make, nation. Right. right. To really polarize us and, and really to the point that you got to choose a side. So can't wait to have more Sharon, do you have anything to share with the audience? Well, I think I'm just at the point of pivot. Um, I've been in corporate America for a number of years, and I am trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Oh, yeah. Yes. I am at the point of pivot where I really want to focus on those entry-level professionals who are trying to figure it all out. I mean, there's so many um, young ladies, especially women of color, who are trying to figure out how to fit within corporate America. Mm-hmm. And they do not know how to